the day marks a very important day. Because if this day is value, then it means that you value your future and also the future of this planet. Today is National Child Health Day. Hi everyone, my name is Yvette Rose, founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique, which is a beautiful, positive, graceful healing technique that is designed to help you to improve your quality of life and also to shift depression, anxiety, uh, the you know self-sabotaging behavior that you might have in a way that is very gentle and also very graceful. And you can find out so much more at yvetterose.com. Find me there and come join me and hang out and have fun. And guys, also remember to subscribe to my channel, hit the notifications bar to stay up to date with my latest and greatest research and also information. So today is also a very special day because today is National Child Health Day. Every child deserves to be healthy or at least support in the way where they can feel that they can have and access the best quality of life possible. Because at the end of the day, children require, of course, they require support and also opportunities to grow. And parents often worry about chronic diseases, you know, accidents or childhood illnesses. I'm a new mom as well. My daughter is, you know, almost one year old and I can fully relate to this. This is a very important day for me now as well. And even especially now that I'm a mom, I'm, I'm observing the importance of movements like this because now my values as an adult has changed. My values as a parent has greatly changed after having her as well. Your whole life perspective changes and what you deem important, unimportant, get ready because that changes fast, but it changes in such a good way and also in a very welcoming way. But also here to coming back on this day, at the same time, what I also want to try to say is that we should also focus on children's mental and general health, because, of course, we all want the best for our children and at home and at school or also in early learning, because as every parent knows, a child's health and safety is paramount because your child's health includes, you know, physical, mental and also social well-being. And most parents, they know the basics of keeping their children healthy, like maybe, you know, offering them um, healthy food, making sure that they, they play, play environment is safe, that they can sleep enough, that they get exercise enough. And here also the CBHS, the health article enumerates nine common children's health problems. And that is respiratory problems, that's viral infected, ear infections, you know, gas problems, um, conjunctivitis, and also asthma, hand, foot, and also mouth disease. And also, red worm or pernworm, so there's always the parasite issue as well. Now, it is also normal to human behavior that parents are concerned with the health of their children because the study actually explained that parents experience dynamic changes in their thoughts and their behaviors that are orientated toward the new infants, meaning the new children. I can absolutely relate to that. And the immediate, immediately after a child's birth and also during the first few months of a child's life, Parents are particularly drawn to the infant's vocalizations, their physical attributes, and also focus on their thoughts, and also the infant's physical and psychological needs as well. Now, chronically ill children also tend to be more submissive, and they are less socially outgoing than the healthy children, for example, would be. And a new study also shows that further, you know, kids who live with pain and physical restrictions might also be more likely to have problems relating to their peers. 
right? So compared to, of course, healthy children. So ill children have fewer positive peer interactions and exhibit, you know, less aggressive behavior compared with other chronically ill participants and children also with maybe cystic fibrosis and also eczema had more social anxiety. And kids also with physical restrictions and also pain had significantly less social involvement than others. Here also what researchers say, right? They say that the reasons for these findings are not yet 100% clear, but sick children may also subconsciously avoid aggressive exchanges because they are unable to deal with it. Their attention and their focus span is so pulled into the moment, into the here and now, because have you noticed that if you are in pain, you couldn't care less about what you're going to wear tomorrow. You couldn't care less about someone that thinks badly of you because that pain pulls your energy and your focus into the here and now. The only place where your mind is at either how do I avoid this or how do I deal with it? And so it's also possible here in this case that maybe, you know, children who are ill, they don't learn maybe some social skills because they receive less feedback about inappropriate behavior than any you know, maybe healthy children as well. So there is also a social incompatibility. And when there's awkwardness or social incompatibility, what we do is in human nature, that's biologically that we're designed as, we avoid. There's a National Foundation for Cancer Research, which also then gives these 10 tips to improve your child's health today. And that is ban secondhand smoke. Serve more fruits and vegetables. Exercise together as a family so that they can start to associate exercise with something that's fun, that's positive, and not like, you know, like a nagging duty. Set early bedtime reminders. Set like a tooth time, like tooth health. Have fun with that. Sing while you're hand washing. And let them also help in the kitchen. Let them understand the process and the importance of preparing food. Why is it important that we do things a certain way so that they can start to learn and understand the education behind health? but also understand the importance of diet and health that goes with that as well. And teach them to express their feelings, that they are okay to feel the way that they do, because by the time they yell and scream, now you're in damage control mode, and I don't have to tell you that. And what I've learned with my daughter, even though she's now 11 months old, I've learned to teach her to tell me if she's hungry, to point to her mouth instead of yelling and screaming, getting frustrated. So the moment she does that, I have a snack ready for her that's really healthy. I give her milk or I give her something to soothe her, to feel her to feel that she's listened, she's heard. When she's angry and frustrated, you know, she'll, you know, they do the whole fist fighting thing. So I know and understand that what we, the activity that we're doing, she doesn't relate to it. She doesn't like it. So we change the activity around and we have better and different types of feelings of fun. So it's going to be also interesting, you know, as she matures to learn how to teach her to learn how to express herself before it gets to the point of feeling angry, because now when we are in anger, we are in damage control mode. So it's also about teaching her to know and understand that by expressing yourself, it helps you to regulate your emotions as well. And of course, if your child is sick, keep them at home, let them recover, be there for them and let them know that when I feel vulnerable, when I feel ill, Mom, dad, mom or dad is there. Someone is there who's going to look after me. And also just be someone that they can look up to, especially if you had a childhood where maybe mom and dad failed you because they were too busy at work. There was too many things happening. They were not maybe emotionally present or available. Be the parent that you couldn't have as a child. And I'm not saying overcompensate. Everything needs to be done in balance. But let the child at least know that you care about their health, you care about their mental well-being. 
because that is something that a child needs you for. They need us to help them to manage that. Now, of course, it's, it's not always easy to teach a child to be with the right thing all the time or to say all the right thing or to react and act and ask for the right thing. However, children will always look to their parents or caregivers as role models every single time because you are the highest reference point for life. You are the access point for observing and seeing and dealing with crises, with problems. How do you deal with your health? What is your relationship like with your body? And so the best thing that a parent can do is to improve their health, but also their child's health and also the way that they live their life in a healthy and a safe way. Whether that means maybe wearing sunscreen every day or maybe eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. Parents should always remember that young, loving and impressionable eyes are watching. And also remember that the more eye contact that you have with the child, the more you can hug them, the more physical safe contact there is. And I don't mean hitting them or anything like that. I mean safe contact, eye contact, kind eye contact, connection. All these actions stimulate their limbic system, which is the hippocampus. That is their emotional brain. The more you incorporate that into your interactions with them, the more you are setting them up for healthy brain development, for healthy emotional development and emotional regulation as they mature, right? You'll see the, the beautiful ripple effect of that from the age of four or five upwards. They will need your help to help them to emotionally regulate themselves until they are at least three years old. They cannot emotionally self-regulate themselves. They need you for that. And in order for that hippocampus to develop really beautifully and healthily and strongly, that is the age when it really truly starts to develop. So how we show up during that vital crossover and during that time can be the breaking point between whether your child bonds really easily with people, whether they can communicate really easily, whether it's easy for them to hold eye contact, to relate to people, to build friendships, and to also build relationships. So that is what we have for today. And this is a very important awareness day. So for me also as a mom, knowing and understanding and appreciating this day and also just honoring my daughter and also just respecting other mamas and you know fathers that's out there, you're doing a great job. No one wakes up every day thinking, how much can I ruin my life or my child's life? We don't do that. We always do the best that we can in that moment. And the only thing that this beautiful day is asking more of us is to just live mindfully. So that's it what I have for today. So remember to subscribe here to my channel, hit the notifications bar, find me at yvetterose.com, come hang out there with me. And until next time, be the life that you are. Thank you for watching this video and I'm sure that you learned a lot. So guys, subscribe to my channel here and also hit the notifications bar and so that you can get notified every time when I upload a new video. So guys, also remember to share the video and also look out for courses that I have below in the description bar. And until next time, be the light that you are.